Welcome to uh, episode 11 of Pain uh, Purpose Podcast with Aisha Monique. Make sure you go to Stitcher Radio, uh, iTunes, SoundCloud. Make sure you subscribe, like. For all the previous subscribers, I know it's a cheap way to do it, but just listen to me and help me out. I want y'all to go unsubscribe, then resubscribe again, and just help us get these uh, ratings up. Now on to the show. From Pain to Purpose is a show that will bring inspiration, love, and healing to your lives. It's a show that will teach you that your trials and tribulations in life is only temporary and that it's only preparing you for your greatest calling. A show that will give you the courage to share your story with the world and not care what others may think or say. For your story is the key that will unlock someone else's prison. What was meant to kill you, God used it to prosper, restore, and strengthen you. To always remember that without pain, your purpose cannot be fulfilled into the power that God has ordained you to walk in. From Pain to Purpose by Asia Monique. Stay tuned. Speak your truth. Hello and welcome to Pain to Purpose podcast. I'm your host, Asia Monique. And today on the show, we have music producer, photographer, and clothing designer, Cool Ali. Welcome to the show, Cool Ali. Nice to be here. (laughs) Today's topic is suicide. Take us back to the moment you began having suicide thoughts or feelings. Mm. It happened like, well, I, uh, it started from depression, like, um, in middle school, I had lost my grandma. Well, first I lost my auntie, but then the next month, I lost my grandma, and that shit had fucked me up. So it was like, I went from being, like, like happy, talking all the time, joking, to being, like, you wouldn't even notice I was in the room, be honest with you, and people, like, this really how it happened. Like, my mama been calling me, like, calling my name, and then I turn, and I be like, I'm right here. And she be like, you been right here the whole time? And I, I be that, like, I be that chill, and I just fall asleep. Like, I do my work in school, fall asleep. And just, I be trying to sleep my, they thought I had, like, um, I was narcoleptic. I was in, in the hospital and all getting tested, but shit, it was like, ain't nothing wrong with them. So that's when I started seeing a psychiatrist, and they was like, oh, he battling depression. And that's when they started talking to me. Like, I just want, I ain't want to talk to nobody. Like, mm-hmm. nobody. And, like, <clears throat> I mean, when I had a breaking point, like, everybody kept asking me what was wrong. And I'm like, that shit, that shit just started blowing me. Because mm-hmm. I was like, bro, stop asking me this shit. Just, like, just let me be in my space. Because I just lost two people that I love, you know what I'm saying? And, when you young going through that, well, you feel like like real life hit you fast, mm-hmm. cause you ain't, you won't be expecting that. Like, and how old were you at the time? I was thirteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was thirteen. So you were dealing with like your adolescent years, the beginning stages, and then you uh, were dealing with that. Did like you? So you never even told anyone that you were like any of your friends that you were going through that. No. I had one homeboy, uh, Andre, he had stayed next door, but he had no, he kind of peaked it, you know what I'm saying? Because every day we, we used to get off the bus, 
you know what I'm saying, grew hungry, whatever. Then we outside either hooping or, or I'm playing football. I stopped doing all that. Like, I get on the bus. I usually sit by him. I sit by myself and just walk home by myself. And, and so did you ever think about killing yourself at 13? or? No, uh-uh. I ain't had no suicidal thoughts. You know what I'm saying? I was just... I was just in more of a, like, I just want to be by myself. Mm-hmm. Did you ever get up out of that depression as you got older? In a sense, but not really, not really, because um, it's like a light switch, you know what I'm saying? It can turn off, it can turn on, and it's like, and I, I, I deal with anxiety too, so mm-hmm. that's, that's like, you walking and Somebody just jump out. That's how anxiety is. So did that come from your grandmother and your aunt, or did that just came from more things that was going on around me? You know what I'm saying? The environment, and it's just and you know I wasn't talking to nobody about that. So I'm dealing with all these feelings and all these things I'm seeing. I'm dealing with it by myself. So did you never did you never release those feelings? Like whether journal. um, I started uh, doing boxing. I started boxing. Cause I was just like I go to work, and uh, I was telling my people I was going to work Sundays. That be the days I be going to boss. You know what I'm saying? And that's when I felt like every time I hit the bed, you know what I'm saying? I felt like stress was just dropping on me. Stress was dropping on me. Mm-hmm. But then I stopped doing that, and that's when that shit came back. You know what I'm saying? Like, so do you still battle with that? Uh, depression today. I know you say you deal with anxiety, but do you still do battle with depression? Yeah, yeah. It come with it. It come with anxiety. Well, at least for me, like. So how so how do you cope now with those issues? <clears throat> like, um, be honest with you, I, I tell people, you know, what I'm saying I'm good, but it's always in the back of my head because different things like, uh, I lost my dad. Mm-hmm. That's when it hit me like hard, mm-hmm. cause um, that, that was my best friend. You feel me? So let me ask you this: you uh, you ever had like I know you said that you know you had your homeboys and your family members around. You ever felt like being high because you was a male that it was harder for you to express those feelings because of you being a male? Uh, was you know how did you feel about that? It wasn't that like <clears throat> with me. I can I can I can put on a mask, you know what I'm saying? Like you'll see a laugh, you'll see you'll see all that me cracking jokes, you know what I'm saying? Cause I'm the one if you around me and you say my problems don't exist, you feel me? Mm-hmm. And it's like Did you ever take drugs or or no, pills to kinda cope with your issues? No. Nah, no, nah, hell no. Nah. Cause I'm, I ain't knocking nobody to do it while they going through depression. But me, I'm too, I'm too strong minded to go through. You know what I'm saying? To try to kill my vibe, like that bad vibe and emotion, because that shit just gonna keep you going down the tunnel. You feel me? If I'ma do that shit, I'ma do it when I'm in a good mood, mm-hmm. so I can, you know what I'm saying? At least it take me higher versus dropping me. You feel me? So. So when you're feeling down, would you sleep? You work. I mean, what? What? Yeah, I, I try to keep busy. I, I try to keep busy, busy with it. like 
either being at work or like the main thing that take my take my attention off being depressed or down is like my kids. Mm-hmm. So And there you're happy. Yeah. yeah. That's my everything. Mm-hmm. So if you did take your life, what do you imagine will happen after you die to those people who are important to you? <laughs> when I um when I first thought about it, like I ain't had no kids, man. You know what I'm saying? And when I was what? Oh, eighteen. You know what I'm saying? Nobody don't know about that mm. at first time. So um, I ain't. It's like I really ain't care. You feel me? So I was like, shit, don't nobody care about my problems when I'm going through. So let me make it easier for everybody. You know what I'm saying? But. I wouldn't even have that thought now, nah. you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying, that I got kids, because I know how it is to be, you know what I'm saying, without your father, mm-hmm. and they young, mm-hmm. so this when they need me, like, the most, mm-hmm. so before I even think on something like that, like, I ain't, you know what I'm saying, I, that's when I'll talk to somebody, if I'm about to get to that point, like, to that point, like, bro, I need help, then I'll do that. What stopped you, what has stopped you from... Wanting to take your life, what stop you? Uh, just my kids and like before, my family. Before the children. Before okay. like <laughs> my 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 dad, you know what I'm saying. So I was just thinking, I, I had that thought like, damn, like if I do this, bro, that's gonna that's gonna break his heart. You feel me? So mm-hmm. I ain't about to let him down. I ain't about to make him feel like he failed. So I just started progressing. Mm-hmm. Just um coming into different things that took my mind off uh being depressed. I started making beats. Mm-hmm. But I've been making beats, but that's when I at that time, like twenty, nineteen, twenty, I was um I was going hard with it. Mm-hmm. And like I was producing for a lot of people around the city, like my best friends I grew up with. We was all in the music, the GMC. Mm-hmm. That's what we was called in high school, you know what I'm saying? Uh, and we still homeboys now. And they be telling me, like, get back into it. But I'm like, bro, I got my hands in so many things. Like, mm-hmm. when I get to it, I get to it. And when I do, it's going it's gonna to hit. Yeah. And where did the photography come in? Was that another stress reliever for you, taking photos? Yeah, like, I always, um, it wasn't a passion when I was little. But every time I seen the camera, you know, you had a little, little camera and a picture pop out. Mm-hmm. I was always, anytime I seen one of them, I'd pick it up. So, but when I actually bought my first camera, I bought it from my partner, Lando. And that was like 2013. I remember that. And I was like, bro, these pictures raw. But it, I look at it now like the pictures are trash because mm-hmm. of the camera. Mm-hmm. But like, fast forward, 2015, that's when I lost my dad. So, um, probably like a month, a month or two after that. My partner, uh, Taz, he was selling, I seen he was selling the uh, camera. Shout out to ASN. Uh, he sold me my first reel, you know what I'm saying, my T2i, my Canon. And that helped me cope with depression. That helped me get through a lot. Like, matter of fact, when my pops passed, that was the first person I called was Taz, you know what I'm saying? And that was the first person to pull up on me, you know what I'm saying? Because he had just lost his ball pops. Mm-hmm. So dog felt my pain, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So and he was just telling me like, bros, you gotta 
You know what I'm saying? When he sold me that camera, he he took me to the side. We had a conversation. He was like, bro, you know, I got you. He was like, um, you know what I'm saying? Just 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 be focused with it. And with him telling me that at first, I was just going to get it just to be taking little pictures. You know what I'm saying? My partners, I was uh, was around. But he, he put that vision in my head. Like, bro, you know, if I tell him I'm going to do something, he know I'm going to go. And if he got faith in it, and he going to tell me if he, ain't, if he ain't rocking with it. He ain't rocking with it, but if he if he 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 digging the campaign, whatever I'm kicking to him, mm-hmm. he a hundred percent with me. So mm-hmm. I took it from there. Wow, that's awesome. I had another guy, a uh, free lunch baby. He said the same thing about Taz. So yeah, shouts he, out to Taz Gutter. Yeah, he's solid, bro. You don't you don't run across too many people like that no more, bro. But mm-hmm. he's solid. And where did the clothing designer come in? At? Oh man. Uh, Right, I always had like like graphic tees. I always had like them um, little funny little words on pictures or whatever little captions. So um, like two years ago, I had got up with uh, my I had a partner. Uh, well, I got a partner of uh, Drew, and he was telling me his cousin wanted wanted me to do a photo shoot for her clothing line. So um, I got up with her, and um, we did a photo shoot. And she like she had a lot of photos, you know what I'm saying? And the church was tough. Um, it was the trap tees, you know what I'm saying? And once I did the photo shoot for her, she hit me, was like, Bro, you wanna be you wanna be a part of this, Auntie Lifestyle? And I was like, Yeah, I bet. So, um, you know, we started designing shirts. We was uh selling the shirts and all. Celebrities had them, had them on and you know, we was booming with it. But then like when you ain't got the funds the keep putting it towards that because it costs, you know what I'm saying? So then at the time, that's when um, I found out I had a third child, my son, Jeb. He just turned one. And um, I was like, nah, bro, I got to start working because I can't, I got three, I got two here already I got to do for, you know what I'm saying, they need me. So I got to, you know what I'm saying, I got to get this money up. So the love of that kind of, it, it never faded, but the hustling towards that, it faded off. But now I'm blessed right now, you know what I'm saying, in a good position, in a good headspace in life right now to where I can I can push my, you know what I'm saying, my goals for have my own T-shirt brand, uh, clothing line eventually, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? So That's awesome. And I know that you still kind of deal with your depression and your anxiety, but what advice could you give to those who's dealing with that? Um, who's battling with that each and every day? Man, you, you know what, what? The funny thing about that question is you really wouldn't know if a person is depressed. You feel me? Unless they wear their heart on their sleeve. You know what I mean? But the people, I'm going to tell you this, the people you see joking all the time, just laughing every day, and you like, bro, this man ain't never blowed. Why you ain't never, you know what I'm saying? Why you ain't never stressed out, bro? That man fighting everything in the world in his head right now. Mm-hmm. Maybe, you know what I'm saying? You got people that's just genuinely happy like that. But, like me, man, I was going through, I was going through the most, bro. Mm-hmm. And everybody in my face, I'm making everybody laugh as soon as everybody going to like so. And it's like, I'm fighting. How, how do you get to the point where you just no longer in that state of mind. Because I know, 
from a guy's point of view. But I know that I've dealt with depression and anxiety. I would have anxiety attacks and panic attacks, and I was really depressed. I would literally be laying on my floor just there like I just was existing. And I literally had to pray myself up out of that. I felt like it was like a dark cloud over me. And I literally had to pray. Like, it was, It didn't happen overnight, but I literally had to pray each and every day for God to release me because I was stuck in a prison. I was in bondage. And when I was released from that, I felt so much better. So how... You know, how are you taking the steps to even try to get up out of that? Man, I'm getting up out of it. Like, the only way you're going to do that is putting one foot in front of the other. You got to keep going because if you're stagnant, that's when everything, you're looking at everything that's really nothing. Once you keep <coughs> going, like, once you keep going, bro, you're going to see, like, I made it. You feel me? Like, and a lot of people don't get to see that. And it's like, think about suicide is like it's it's crazy you know what i'm saying everybody will look at me like man why would he do that why would he you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. maybe i you know what i'm saying this is a side thing you know what i'm saying god see you know what i'm saying if that's your way he got it written in stone for you to go out mm-hmm. for you to fight your battle somewhere else mm-hmm. come on inside of me i'm gonna show you i got you because people lose faith yeah so it's like you never know and i just think outside the box like that you know what i mean mm-hmm. so i just in you know, I, I just lost a friend, a friend to suicide, you know what I'm saying? So, like, anybody that's going through it, you feel me? Like, before you do that, you got people, you really do have people that love you, you know what I'm saying? Times get hard where you feel like you all you got is yourself because you're going through it and you don't see nobody by you and nobody coming. You got to understand other people going through things, too. They might, they really want to be there for you, you feel me? But I got to fight my battles, too. And once we grow as people and in our minds and actually see that and stop being selfish, mm-hmm. then, you know what I mean? Because it's a, not talking down on nobody that's done it, like commit suicide, but it's a selfish act because now everybody got that pain and everybody got that guilt. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's what I felt when I lost my friend, you know what I'm saying? But I went back and I read our messages, you know what I'm saying? I seen the love, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I know what, how our friendship was, you know what I'm saying? He was solid. When I was going through it, he always told me, hey, baby boy, you you just going through your storm right now. You got everybody going to go through it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So he, he was real strong, you feel me? So mm-hmm. when I got the news of that, it just. Did it take you back to that depression and anxiety moment? or? Yeah, like, because I had just talked to him. Mm-hmm. And we always talk on Fridays, you feel me? Like, mm-hmm. me and him had, had, like, a lot of conversations about, starting our own podcast, you feel me? And it's like, he just, like, when he passed, he, he used to rap too, you feel me? Goon, you know what I'm saying? Goon, baby, like, and he was tough. Like, bro was poetic with it, you feel me? And I always told him, I said, bro, you got a golden flow, man. You got a golden flow, bro. Like, if you hear it, it'll bring tears to your eyes because he painted visual for you, you know what I'm saying? So, the thing that hurt me, like, last week, well, that's the week after he passed, mm-hmm. I looked at my email and he sent me music, he ain't dropping it. Wow. So I got music people ain't heard. And if you know him and you know who I'm talking about, you know he, bro was that, you know what I'm saying? Bro was that, bro, like, on everything, smash your favorite rapper on the track, like, bro mm-hmm. was raw. 
But like I say, the person with the biggest smile, the biggest heart, you'll never know they're going through. You never know they're going through depression. And he, that, that was him. Wow. Mm. Do you, uh, like I know you said that was one of your good friends. Do you have any experience <coughs> with um, anybody else close to you? You know, um, that's in your age range as far as them coming to you saying like, hey, you know, I suffer from depression or anxiety and I thought about, you know, killing myself. Like, besides Boom Baby, is it anybody else? Yo, um, because it's, you know what I'm saying? I, I posted things on, you know what I'm saying, social media and, and that's how people know I, you know what I'm saying, was going through it, you know what I'm saying? And then it'll be people going through the same thing. And then they'll hit me up and want to talk to me because they know I feel where they're coming from. The reason why, the reason why you, a lot of people don't go to somebody else mm. and talk to them is because the first thing somebody says is, man, you tripping, bro. Why would you say I'm tripping, bro, and I'm telling you I'm hurting? You know what I'm saying? That's all it is. If a person telling you they feeling this type of way, they're depressed, they're feeling down, don't kick them down by saying, um... Bro, you tripping? Nah, oh, bro, I'm hurting. Like, mm-hmm. and I'm, and you the person I'm confiding in, and you kicking me down. So that's why they come to me. That's why the people came to me because I talked to them. I listen. I've been where they, you know what I'm saying? I'm been where they walking at right now. So that's all it be, bro. Just it just take time. Like somebody tell you need a person, bro. Kick everything you doing. You know what I'm saying? And listen to that person, bro. Yes, that is true. And a lot of people keep things to themselves who's battling depression, because I know I kept it all to myself. My family never knew what I was going through until I put it on Facebook for my pain and purpose. They never knew that I was battling that depression. And I had to come to the conclusion when I found my purpose in life, like, it wasn't for me. Everything that I was going through, the depression, anxiety, all that I was battling, that wasn't for me. That was for me to be a testimony to other people. And like you said, people can't say, bro, you tripping, sis, you tripping, because that's that's easy for them to say. They don't, they, they're not fighting that battle that you're fighting. So to those listeners out there, if someone comes to you about a battle that they're fighting, just take time out to listen to them. Because, and speak positive, speak life to them, because it's something that you may say to them that can really encourage them and make them look at things differently sometimes in black families depression and suicide goes unspoken of you know how black families like to sweep everything up on the road like it don't happen so sometimes too like that is another reason why a lot of people don't come out about it and why it's hard for you know, people to talk about it because in black families, we don't, we, we were taught, we were brought up by our grandmothers and our mothers to be strong, independent, all this other stuff. So when we need help with anything, it's kind of hard to be like, grandma, I need help. Mama, I need help. Daddy, I need help because it just goes unspoken of. Mm-hmm. That's what I want to say. Because it, it really do. It really does. And then they'll get on the phone and talk about you and things like that. So that's another reason why people people keep it to themselves. Yeah. Yeah. I remember was it last year, we was on the phone probably a good minute, probably like an hour and some change and we was just talking and I just listened, you know, gave my advice and I just listened or whatever. But sometimes we need an outlet 
just a friend, somebody just to listen to or just to get it off our chest because sometimes we can't go to our family Mm -hmm. about certain stuff because they just be, you'll be all right. You know what I'm saying? So I guess saying all that, I would ask you this, like if to a listener, if they had the um, situation where they went to talk to somebody about depression or about suicidal thoughts, anything of that nature, and somebody was to brush them off or to kind of make it, you know, minimum, you know, minimize however they feeling at the moment. What would your advice be to that person? I've been a. Um, what you gotta do is, like, whatever you going through, bro, it's gonna seem like that's the end of the world, right? Like, you ready to do that? But don't think about that that day. Like, think about the next day. You know what I'm saying? Because you you can feel you can feel that you know what I'm saying you can feel you can feel like you want to just end it but then that next morning you wake up bro you can be full of life you know what I'm saying so live for that you know what I'm saying like live for the next day don't live for that moment because just how fast your day went bad snap again your day can go you know what I'm saying right ten times greater you know what I'm saying so you gotta keep going one foot in front of the other. And also, be kind, as the quote says, for everyone you meet is fighting a battle you know nothing about. And I always say, people put the best on the outside. Like with me, when I was going through my depression and my anxiety and my panic attacks, you would have never known. I kept my hair done. I had my you know nice clothes on. I always had myself fixed up. But inside, I was broken. I was dry bones inside. And that's something you have to realize. You have to focus on the inside, then focus on the outside. And when I say I will literally be crying at night, like, literally be crying. Like, all throughout that day, I was smiling. I was happy. You know, just put, you know, just putting on the smile. But at night, like, I couldn't sleep. I was tossing and turning. I had no one to talk to because I didn't know, you know, if they were going to judge me or not. And I just literally got tired of it. Like, I went through that for, like, two years. And I just got tired, and I had to keep praying. And I felt like God was not hearing what I had to say. But I had to learn that everything's going to happen in God's timing. And not in my time. Yeah. And then when I was released, like it was like this big weight lifted off my shoulder. And I just, that's why I'm here today for, you know, with my Pain to Purpose podcast, for, be able to, for people to be able to share their story and things that they've gone through and help the next overcome. Do you have any projects coming up? Could you give the listeners your social media account in case they need beats, photography done, or a shirt? Yeah, oh. Uh... Right now, you can reach me at Cool Visions. That's K U L underscore V I Z I O N Z. That's on Instagram. That's my only page. Um, I got the Cool World clothing about to drop next month. Um, it'll be a website and a page up for that too. And um, oh yeah, shout out to my dog Harry, man. Um, R D W Apparel. Y'all go ahead and cop that. That's hard. So um, y'all can uh, follow him at uh on Instagram R D W Apparel. You know what I'm saying? But um. Yeah, and uh, 
you want beats, you gonna have to wait because um, <laughs> yeah, I got I got this that I'm working on, man. I'm I'm pushing this, you know what I'm saying? And we gonna see what's what's in store for these years to come. And anybody who's dealing with anxiety or depression and may need to talk to you, they can reach you on Facebook yeah. or Instagram. You can reach me on Facebook at um, Cool Ali. That's K U L A L I. And uh, Instagram again, Cool Visions, K U L underscore V I Z I O N Z. Make sure y'all go and subscribe. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Comment, like, okay. you know what I'm saying. Shout okay, out to gotcha. uh, the Haitian Monique. She just got picked up by Stitcher Radio. So, <laughs> you know, make sure you go subscribe. iTunes, Stitcher Radio now, um, SoundCloud, and make sure you know she need all the likes, comments, anything. Anybody who need, uh, who may be interested in any of the topics you post, you know the Facebook page, Asia Monique, you know the uh, Instagram, Instagram underscore Asia A I S H A underscore Monique M O N I Q U E. You know, if you got a story to tell, um, you know, hit up, we'll work something out with you. And until next time, Pain to Purpose podcast with Asia Monique.